Hello there, Jurgis. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So, first question for you is, what was the difference between women and men working in the factories? So, both the men and women in the factories were working in poor conditions. However, though, the type of work wasn't meant for women, especially because there was, like, heavy lifting that was involved. And eventually, the male bosses started to take advantage of the women and started to sexually assault them. Every night, Anya would come home and cry in my arms about how horrible her life now was. How would you say the influence of high-class rich folk control your life as a lower-class worker? The upper-class factory owners have created a trap for families like mine. Even if I wanted to get a better job or be able to live a better life, due to the low pay and mental toll of the jobs, my family would never be able to have the ability to think about providing the chance of a better life through higher education. So what were the social and mental tolls for the people working in the factories? I got to witness firsthand, actually, what it was like working in the factories and the mental and physical tolls it took on me. I would work 12-hour shifts daily, and when I got off, I was too tired to do anything else besides sleep. This took a strain on my relationships and my one at home, because they were never able to see each other or they would be, able, they would be too tired to talk to each other. How did working the factories affect you and Anya financially? The lack of pay, considering the long hours alone, devastated our household. The lack of compensation for the mental effect is what drove the final nail in in the coffin for us. With all the stress, I sadly turned to alcohol, as it was the only way I could find happiness, and proceeded to waste what little money we had in the first place. After working at the, or sorry, how did your experience working at the factory affect your perspective on processed meat? After working at the meat factory and seeing the unsafe and unsanitary conditions that the meat was processed and stored in, I can't bring myself to help fund them. I made it my mission to go and expose the truth about what's actually in your sausages. Even more so, the lives that got destroyed by brutal work conditions at the factory and the lack of care about the workers' lives. Well, thank you for that, Jurgis, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Up next, we have the hillbilly-turned-lawyer, J.D. Vance. Hello there, Vance. Welcome to the pod class. Glad you're here. Thanks for inviting me. I'm always open to talk about my experiences. Well, we will get right into it. Do you think kids growing up appreciate what their grandparents and parents have done for the town? And do you think they do see the town falling apart around them? Well, I don't think the kids are going to realize that the town is failing around them as they have been living there. I truly noticed it because of the drastic changes that occurred when I was gone. The kids are not paying attention to the loss of their job opportunities and the loss of those means the town which is built around the jobs, which is failing too. 
How did society's expectations of you and the people around you affect your projects in life? Growing up, kids assumed that they would have a job waiting for them at the Elmco Steel. Even though middle, the middle town was slowly falling apart and the jobs at Elmco were super scarce, these kids have become so complacent that even with the first obstacle, they give up their dreams and stop pushing to get out of Middletown or even through high school. 20% of incoming freshmen were not going to graduate, and that's pure, purely because society around them made it seem okay. How were you affected socially by working two jobs while also attending college? I was used to a high-intensity schedule, and the lack of sleep felt normal after being in the Marines. To be honest, I didn't go to college to make friends. It was to get me out of Middletown and open up doors for the future. The only time it started to get difficult was when a professor was bad-mouthing soldiers. I couldn't deal with it anymore, and I doubled up everything to get out faster. What would you say society's the Society of Middletown's perspective on hard work ethic was? I think there was a lack of drive in kids. I have already talked about but about but when I go when I began work at the tile company who paid very well, no one there had the drive to stay there to get the raise and to actually work hard. It How does your family differ from society's image of your family? Society has an image that all families are perfect. However, you don't hear about families like mine. My mother had me at a young age. She was a druggie. And my parents practically raised me, making just enough money to get us through. Lots of times when some hear that a kid grew up with his grandparents and not his actual parents, people will assume that the kid will grow up to be broken down due to the broken family. My grandfather was actually the one who helped me learn math and pushed me to do better in life than he did. Thank you for that, Vance. You really do show a new perspective on society. Yeah, I'm glad to help. Well, now that we have heard from both Jurgis, a struggling factory worker, and Vance, the one who got out of the rut, we can dive in deeper and really analyze society through our sociological lens. Jurgis is a perfect example of someone whose life was almost planned out for him, and that was done by the culture of the society he lived in. His option was to work at the factory and get paid well below what's needed. Looking, Locking him in to working at the factory because he didn't have the ability to try and get out. Vance, on the other hand, as a kid, grew up in a town where everyone had ties to Armco. He noticed as a kid the steady decline of the town, and he knew he had to get out. But he was able to realize that he couldn't go to Omco and became more. Both of those lives, completely separate, show a trend of society limiting people's lives. The ability to look at those situations require the use of looking through the sociological lens. Prasher goes in more depth of the use of sociological lenses and actually goes in deeper to society's power over people's lives. Feel free to look at the attached page and documents written by Frasher on the sociological lens. That will be all for today, everyone. 
Thank you for coming and listening to our podcast.